Hello and welcome to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. I am your host, Steve Agbari, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Bobby. How the hell are you? I am a party animal and I am so good. Yeah, I love to hear that. I too am a party animal. Been partying quite a lot and so excited we get to talk about that and bunch of other games and gaming topics today on the show uh unfortunately dave could not make it this week but he has missed and hopefully he'll join us next week um when you know hopefully work does not get in the way but um until that time yeah we got we got plenty to talk about it's uh it's been a good week how, how have you been otherwise how have you been uh since the last time we were sat down and recorded i mean it feels like it's been forever but I know. um just this week's I don't know. I mean, so I mean, for me myself, I mean, the week was pretty steady until today where we've had numerous like announcements and like, uh, I don't want to say surprises, but layoffs and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. I've been good, but yeah, just today's just been like, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks today. It's like, it's Thursday, it's near the end of the week, and we've already seen so much happen this week. And it's like, we're officially in fall season because it is officially fall that means the gaming industry is riling up and I know that you and I are about to be hit with like a exodus of, a, of you know, games and reveals. And I know you're prepping for it just like I am. So like, I'm good, but what about you? Uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of just, uh, in this exact same position as you really, uh, the week was going really solid. And then as of like last night, uh, when the time of we're recording this, um, you know, the news broke about Jim Ryan and then we got in today and the news about, you know, Epic games and then Ubisoft and then the NVIDIA and all this other, like the business side yep. of the video game industry started happening. And I was like, we are just throwing major news stories after major news stories out there. It just doesn't seem to let up. Plus, a lot of games to review, a lot of games to talk about, a lot of games just coming in and out. It's just a never-ending cycle. And like you said, it's it's fall time, baby. It's fall time. And I, I, I got word earlier this afternoon that a couple more um, highly anticipated games are coming out on Monday for, for reviewers and media. So I already have several games i'm working on and knowing that i have at least one more coming in on monday is gonna be very very interesting slash exciting but i mean i'm also looking very looking forward to it because like you i love liza p and it's basically in that vein so i mean yes we're getting more of that this this uh fall season so yeah yes we're officially in the swing of the busiest season of the year and i'm so ready and i'm excited because absolutely that just brings us to next year yeah when, when it's just inevitably not gonna stop um doesn't need yeah. to stop i'm just i'm working towards final fantasy and rebirth anything up until then is just like it's gravy to me i want the actual meal right yeah you, you want the meat and potatoes this is all just an appetizer a oh, man. Boosh, if you will everything exactly yeah. okay yeah. everything we've seen last weekend we saw so much from uh tokyo game show and like i don't know if you had the chance to check out like the the presentation a little bit but, here and there yeah yeah i mean it was incredible like i did not expect any of that it was just like whoa they're really doing a lot more than i anticipated i'm sure mm -hmm millions of people tuning in were like this is not the same game as remake because remake was very not linear but it, it was a guided thing like you kind of knew where you're going this entire For time sure. it's it kind of like the god of war style here here's an open area but there's only so many ways you can kind of approach and get to it's that the and then game. exactly and then you see like previews last week and then you see this new demo and i'm like holy shit they're actually remaking the world almost one for one scale where you can go to basically every continent. There's something there to do. And like, I was just like, that's kind of what's made my week go a little bit faster. I've just been watching that video over and over catching up on what people's reactions are. And I'm like, well, I'm really disappointed. There's no demo because like really Tokyo game show would have been the perfect be like, Hey, we have a demo coming out. Just it's out. Go play it tie you over till february but whatever you know what at the same time like we said there's yeah, literally I, a thousand games out right now <laughs> i know like god forbid if another demo came about and you know stole more time away from us but um yeah no you're right there's a lot of games that have come out recently uh one game in particular that i want to touch on not talk about too in-depthly because i've only put in maybe like 
five seven hours into it is uh cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty the uh, the dlc that recently came out um obviously been very much looking forward to this especially off the the heels of like the the base game which i actually really enjoyed when it first came out i know a lot of people either had issues with it running it off like base consoles like the xbox one playstation 4 or maybe on pc i i played it on xbox series x at launch and i had a very good time with it i had very minimal issues i thought the performance was pretty good i loved the the game itself obviously I think it was very much a scaled back version of what CD Projekt Red wanted at the time. Exactly what it was. And I think that's an, just an inherent issue across the board. But that being said, for what we got, I still had a great time. I put in a whole bunch of hours, got all the achievements for it. And then I just, in a way, I kind of felt bad because then up until like these past two years, there hasn't been a reason for me to really go back because I experienced it all. I experienced all the endings. I 100% of like all the, the contracts and stuff that uh, were the map so i was like i don't really have a chance to go through all these like minimum like smaller updates that cannon kind of, like, fodder stuff yeah i know what you're talking about it yeah just, or like, like address the the performance or like the game the the frame rate hitches and everything so i've been really looking forward to phantom liberty because it was my first chance of like oh there's actual like substantive content coming out yeah. with this update 2.0 so jumping in the first thing i i really wanted to take a look at was like okay how does night city actually feel now uh that like so much has been addressed like just the smallest stuff of like the walking mechanics, the driving mechanics, the, yeah. the way that AI kind of interacts with you and you interact with AI. It, it, it's, it's all just enhanced in a way that it just makes the game feel so much better. And the thing I love mm -hmm. about it is that this isn't just stuff that's baked into the DLC only. This is something that anyone that has the base yeah. game can kind of take advantage of. My main takeaway in all of that is the fact that, you know, not only is it a more or a higher performance version of the game but it's just the it's almost close to what i imagine the product that cd project red wanted to put out back in 2020 that's what i'm thinking too and i was so disappointed i know i've spoken to you i've spoken to everybody about this because i've yeah. always posted about it there was a demo they showed in like 2015 oh my god yeah so many things that i wanted like the wall climbing and like the, mm -hmm. the, the hand blades and like we got none of that yeah, the Mantis blades were yeah. so cool. And, like, that's what I wanted. And then 2020 rolled around. We know what happened. Like, I was so disappointed. I didn't play the game. I didn't play it until it came to PlayStation 5 and okay. Xbox Series. And I was like, okay, well, this is good. It seems like it's just another run-of-the-mill run action RPG. You're, you know, it is what it is, and that's mm -hmm. fine. I'm over it. But, like, I'm glad that they were held accountable at CD Projekt, and, like, they... One, they, they ousted a lot of people that I, I assume, you know, impeded development and, you know, whatever that was. Yeah. And then two, they took feedback and then they improved on everything. So they did like a complete 180 on it and they learned their lessons, it looks like. But I have it primed on my console. I actually am going to try and start it tonight despite, you know, the wave of games that we I just downloaded today. Just because like, I'm eager to see like some of the changes, like I I'm really curious to see the car combat. I'm curious to see like you said like the new running, the the new guns, the way new handle everything. I'm I'm looking forward to that because like uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners really reignited my love for for what what this game should have been. And it was like, well, if that's just what an anime did, and they're taking that and they're applying it, you know, like the lessons they learned to this game. I'm like I have to give them my support. So like they've earned the my my respect again for what they've done, and for how they developed the game, developed this new massive patch, and then they dropped a new uh, media expansion on top of that, where where it is apparently better than the main campaign, and it improves the poor you know not only game performance but apparently the performances from like Keanu and. Uh, male V and female V and Idris Elba are apparently incredible. They're, they're some of the best right. performances in years. So I'm like, I'm like, well, they really, like we said, I, they did a number on this game. They they finally de they developed what they promised like 10 years ago. So Exactly. And yeah, it very much does feel like a return to form where it isn't just, you know, CDPR, you know, mm -hmm getting by on the on the skin of their teeth and everything this is like a proper cdpr uh game yeah. in my opinion where it is very much you know phantom liberty is akin to like blood and wine 
for me where it isn't just here's was... more dlc for or is it just dlc for the witcher this is a proper yeah. expansion that not only like does just as well but the narrative is almost even better and like i said i'm, I'm still pretty early on in the new content like the right. phantom liberty aspect going into dogtown and stuff like that but already just being inundated with new characters idris elba's character and stuff like that i was like oh like this yeah. isn't just star power for the sake of star power. He's putting on a good performance here. I'm I'm invested in his yep. character. I want to know more. Um, Dogtown has personality to itself, just like Night City does. Um, they yeah. feel very different. They they both feel unique. You actually want to explore Dogtown. Yeah. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. And yeah, just kind of going back to the, the, the main thread here, it just very much feels like, hey, this is a, a comeback story uh, for cyberpunk. Um and CDPR, I think, again, over these past two years, we've seen the studio kind of dedicate themselves. Yeah, yeah. Themselves, I feel like. Redeem themselves. Like... And then not yeah. only that, but like capitalize off of something great that they have on their hands. Like you, you brought up Edge Runners, And to me, that's one of the, like my favorite pieces of Netflix content in the past yeah. year or two. That I can't and Castlevania are, are, are two of exactly. my favorite anything. Like yep. any game-related media, it's those two. Like those Absolutely. Two elevate. And the content elevate the content especially edge runners where you see edge runners and they're making so many nods and it, it's within the canon of 2077 yeah. i was like oh my god i just want to go back into this world but again there was no like media no content for, exactly <laughs> so coming back to this uh, it, it kind of feels like a homecoming uh celebration where i'm here the game's better than than i even remember it being and there's yeah. so much great like compelling content to go through that it's 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 awesome and it, like to be honest when we look at stuff like dlc and the difference between okay well what threads the line of dlc versus like an expansion for instance yeah i almost feel like this is just like a brand new game to a certain extent i think it it, it i would consider a brand new game because it really it is like a third it's a 30 to 40 hour campaign it's not just like hey here's 10 hours of, here's a new area and like good luck right it's, they developed it over on I would say like two or three years. So like that is pretty long despite the fact that most games take like five to seven years now. So, and throughout COVID too, let's not, <laughs> let's not forget that. Like I I'm assuming a lot of the development of the, this game was oh, yeah, under the guise sure. of, of, of COVID restraints and uh, remote working and stuff like that. So yeah, pr props to them because yeah, you, you even said it yourself, like a, uh, earned a lot more respect it earned a lot more faith in this company because it, it, they could have easily just kind of went silent for a while made made do on their promises of like we'll we'll make the game run better and then just completely flip their uh attention over to witcher yep. put out another game and i'm sure just as many people would have been celebrating that game just as much but the fact that we're here still celebrating cyberpunk with as much content as we're getting today uh, in 2023, I, I think is something worth talking about. And uh, yeah, kudos to everyone involved that actually stuck it out. And um, yeah, I think you all deserve your flowers for this one because this is probably one of my favorite like pieces of DLC. I don't really, unless I love a game, I don't really come back to a game after kind of beating it. Usually a lot of pieces of it, DLC it really is kind depends. of like... Yeah, it really depends yeah. for me too. So it's yeah. like you really got to have a solid game for me to even want to come back. So, yeah. I mean, and surprisingly, like I said, it wasn't until Edge Runners that I was like, well, that's probably why I'll come back. But the base game, if it, if they didn't release Edge Runners, I don't think I would have come back. But now it's like, well, you kind of made me want to come back after giving us one of the best uh, spinoffs of your property. So, yeah definitely kudos to them like great I'm, I'm happy they do it now they just got to take that magic and apply it to the witcher because the witcher definitely needs that love um i wasn't the biggest fan of the witcher 3's combat okay and I, I i hope they can take what they've learned on you know cyberpunk and phantom liberty and apply it to that because like i would actually wouldn't mind having a first person witcher game if i'm honest no, 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 me neither. Um, I I know that they're moving away from their their red engine moving forward, which I think, yeah. given what happened with Cyberpunk, is probably a good idea. So maybe that does give them the the advantage to kind of maybe in, maybe not a core Witcher game, but maybe a spinoff in some some vein. But I, I, mean, I think it would be 
kind of yeah. cool. There Why are not? like a dozen Witcher spinoffs in the works, apparently. So, I mean, take one of them and try it out. Yeah. Honestly, they're one because... of those, yeah, they're one of those few uh, developers that have the the monetary backup to be like, hey, well, we can experiment on these things. And if it doesn't work, no one needs to know about it. So that's that's totally yeah. fair. And I think that they're also in a very unique position where they're toeing the line between, you know, third person and first person. So why yeah. not use both of those expertise yeah. and develop well, new games in both realms? Look at Starfield. You can play yeah. third person or first person. Like that's, I, that's a great. Yeah, it works. It works either way. Like I, I use both for specific things. Like Same. Most of the time I'm in first person, but if I need to like, yeah look around keep all of my you know quarters in my view i get third person i can just spin the camera quickly yeah but yeah i mean either way good job cd project red like i'm really happy with what you did i know steve you said you're liking it so far and yeah. I, i'm excited to dive into it but it probably won't be for another couple of weeks just because there's some very very cool things happening right now that social media is pretty much aware of so we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks absolutely yeah uh but yeah 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 <laughs> everyone who who might have been a little cold on on cyberpunk i say at least give, pop in your desk reinstall it try out update 2.0 and then kind of decide hey do i want to exist in this world a little longer well hey phantom liberty is right there for you um but yeah another game that i wanted to bring up that we're both actively playing and loving party animals Bobby, Dude, tell me about game. your experience with Party Animals. I, for the first like 10 minutes, I'm like, this is the stupidest game I've ever played. And then you do that tutorial section where you pick your animal and you kind of walk these rooms to learn the controls. I'm like, this is freaking terrible. Like, who thought this would be fun? And then you get into a real match with real people and you're like, what the hell? This is amazing. So like in 10 minutes, I went from... This is the dumbest game I ever played to. Like, this is probably one of the coolest online party games I've ever played in my life. Holy crap. If you have if you like Fall Guys or if you like Among Us, this is the party game you want to play with your friends because like you can pick from a wealth of like different animals and do some of the stupidest things in the world. Where one game I think one of the first ones I did was um you have to jump across like a pond to grab a balloon and then bring it back to your yep. party. Yep, that game is awesome. That was the first game I won back to back because I did three of them in a row. And 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 the worst part is the controls are fighting you the entire way. So they're they're like WAP level of controls. Like it is so hard to control your character because you're like holding four buttons at a time to jump. You're holding a trigger and like a, a face button to climb, and it's it's just really difficult. But like it, it is like it feels like a game that I would probably would have loved on. Uh, Man, what was that website? Newgrounds? Newgrounds, Newgrounds. Yeah. yeah. It feels like a game on Newgrounds. Like I, I feel like it belongs on that website. It's just such a great little party game you can spend like an hour just getting lost in because they're just like know, over a dozen uh, mini games that you're always con- continually rotating through. Yeah. I love it. I think it's probably better than Fall Guys. And I, I did spend a lot of time on Fall Guys when it launched on um, Switch and all that. But like... I'm so impressed with this game. Like it came out of nowhere. Now it's dominating. I'm just I'm hearing everyone talk about party animals online. I'm just reading people's reviews and like very very positive stuff all through uh, the internet. It, it's it's in great. It's incredible. Like I I haven't played with you yet, but I know Riley's playing it nonstop. Riley's playing, I always yeah. see him playing it. So I would like to get around with you and Riley in there and see. I would what love we can that. Do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think. Um... <laughs> since i got my code i put in close to 20 hours into it and um it's similar to you where I, this game has been on my radar for a long time similar reasons because i i like fall guys and it didn't have that stickiness to it uh at least for me like yeah. i went through the first season i was like i get it i i've gone through all these levels it just kind of got stale for me but the opposite side of that is like I loved <laughs> Human Fall Flat. I loved the silly like. See, I never played that, and I have it on my based um, um, mechanics of it, and yeah. this kind of feels like a hybrid of like the mini games and, and silliness of Fall Guys mixed with the, the silliness and physics based nature of Human Fall Flat. And I was like, okay, this game has to be on my radar at least for a while. And the, the closer it got to launch, I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll at least try it out. And I got into that tutorial, and I was like, hmm. 
I don't really know. Like, yeah, it just very much felt like a game I had already played because it was very much, okay, here's how you move. Here's how you grab the thing. Here's how you move the thing. Here's how you like knock it explains out explains everything other. well, but it does to, to, to actually like maneuver the character. Cause like, you know how hard it is to turn your characters are like, for example, I picked up one of those giant lollipops cause you yeah. have melee weapons and you're smacking people around with like, right. taser guns and like arrows and stuff. But the fact that I can't turn my character to shoot people because it's just so complicated to turn yeah. them. You have to like do like a round, like a, a bigger circle and you got to kind of start turning your joystick. Like it, the the controls are your biggest opponent in this game, I think. And then, right. sec- and then it's, you know, the other characters. And, and initially that was like a turnoff for me because when you're mm-hmm. in that combat room, it's exactly like, okay, it uh, do a drop kick on the, on the, the punching bag. I was like, well, I yeah. keep missing. And then, like, I just don't know if it's me or if it's the controls that are getting yeah. in my way and everything. But then you understand, like, once you get into an actual game, everyone's kind of got that disadvantage. And yeah. it just leads to hilarity it's when it, it's absolute chaos. And every single mm-hmm. game I have, I mean, I'm laughing. I have a smile from ear to ear. Uh, no two games are ever the same, uh, even though, like, for me, I'm, I'm pretty good at the the black hole mini game so essentially yeah. you're you're on like a like a circle and in the middle there's a, a black hole and every you know 30 seconds to a minute or whatever the black hole will activate and suck all the the players in with a whole bunch of like metal objects and everything right and to avoid the black hole and getting sucked mm-hmm. in and kind of being dropped out of the the level you have to hold on to like the a metal box or something like that to keep gravity from getting away from you for some reason, I'm just uh, a savant in that game where every single time I, I'm at least, you know, top three, if not just winning constantly. But it, it's just so much fun because no matter what, every single game I get into, uh, if it's that level or, or not, it's just total chaos. It's hilarity. It's yeah. stupid just like because of its physics um, mm-hmm. that you can like run up to, you know. A dog, like the corgi character, knock him out. And his mouth falls open. And he's he's yeah. all he's all goofy looking and everything. And he'll get back up. He'll th- try to like pick you up and throw you over the ledge. And or you, you brought it yourself up yourself. Like the taser gun. <laughs> like you'll just pick up a taser and start shooting. Like another player, they'll fall fall down. And like it, it's as silly as it sounds, but there's a competitive nature to it. But it's also all in jest. It's all very lighthearted. It's exactly it's awesome. what it is. Yeah, it's I. I my favorite things are just like being stupid. Like I'll, I'll yeah. grab like a random character and I'll just hold them and I'll just right. drag them across yeah. the thing, and then I'll just let them go because they're like, right. "What is he doing?" But it's it. Yeah, no, it, it it's just like you can really kind of uh, find what works for you. So like some people, I I notice like strictly pick projectiles but me i'll pick up the 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 frying pan and that spinning mm-hmm. attack hits everything and it's just yeah, like yeah. well and it knocks everything out so quickly like i've yeah you can really just adapt how you want to play if you want to be kind of like an offensive character you can just hit people with things and they're, they're, it's like four or five hits and then they're gone right and i love that it, 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 most games go by quick but i do notice that there's a a balancing issue like i i was playing there's that soccer. No, I think it was a football game. I think it's like a football game where you have like. Yep. That one went by so quick. It was like a five minute match, and then the next one I played, I think I don't know what it's called, but like you, you're on like this little level, and then there's poison that starts spewing out the longer you're on the level. Yes. Yeah. 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 That um, one sucked because it took me like twenty minutes to get through that because you, you know you have your partner and there's four teams and you have to win three times. So my, maybe that was just my impression, but my first match when that was probably my only one, every team was winning. So the green team would win. That was us. And then it would be right. the red team. And then it'd be the blue team. And then it'd be the yellow team. Yeah. And it would just continue cycle because everyone was evenly matched. But at the same time, because everyone's evenly matched, the round the took so longer. Yeah. No, I- so much longer. And by 10, I was ready to quit. Like I actually wanted to just drop my partner. Cause I'm like, this is, wasting there's just like a waste of time at this point i i am totally with it you and it, it's kind of a, mm-hmm. a double-edged sword where i actively love the fact that with those like the last team standing kind of thing it's a best or first to three yeah which i i love because it, for a lot of the matches it just lets you it, it it doesn't make you feel bad if you end up like screwing up if like you know no, because you drop kick an enemy and you yeah, if you drop kick an enemy and you end up like falling off the the level yourself and you get out, it's not like oh well, I just wasted that that round. It's like oh no, I still have 
two other or you know many other shots i i just have to get like maybe two more wins to win yep. the the entire match and it's hard but i understand that yes if if every team is so evenly matched it just cycles through like one one team wins to the next yeah you can end up with like a longer match but usually from my experience anyways it's about five minutes per match yeah which honestly like you said at the very top like i i'll i'll go in for a couple matches and next thing i know it's been like an hour and a half of my time and i'm like oh my god it it saps your time but like yeah yeah, there are just like segments where i was like no do like a sudden death if it's if it hits like a six minutes have like the game say hey this is sudden death so you know last team wins and then just kick everyone out yeah i yeah maybe maybe that's a good way i know with the the team-based ones like the soccer and football that happens yeah um that i think it's at the five minute mark that it'll just go into like uh there'll be like a 30 second countdown and then after that it's whoever has the the highest score and i've also seen draws in in that uh in the soccer and football as well so it won't even be like uh sudden death it'll just be like oh you both have two points yeah it's a draw so for a brand new game it's 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 surprisingly uh polished and like yes. I, I, I had no issues i mean nope. everything's great connections are quick um don't really have a problem with the microtransactions like they, they seem fair i mean that surprises me because you know how most games are these days like they mm-hmm. will penalize you for buying first off by charging you more than they should and that's just the way it's been for years right but looking at like what you can buy like i do want the ori skin like i do want those things because like i mean i love that character so it's like i'm working towards that and the fact that you can just kind of work towards it without having to worry about buying it i do like that so like right yeah it'll take a little bit longer but like that's first that first week and a half that was my goal as soon as uh ori was announced as being like the first uh like featured skin or or anything i was like okay i need whatever 25,000 cookies or whatever uh to buy it you know without investing any money into the game and that's exactly what i did i just held on to all my cookies uh, i grinded it out um and then i ended up buying it and then i saw naru which is ori's like friend from yeah, uh, the, big, the game yeah I it was like 12,000 and i was like oof i don't know if i'm gonna have enough no, which Time is to fair. Like grind I mean, for it. That's fine. Whatever. One, um, one's more than nothing. I'm glad they put that one in because, like, that is a great skin to put in on Xbox. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I'm, I'm hopeful that you know, this game comes out to other platforms and we get other creative, you know, skins. Um, it would be awesome. I don't know. I, like, I, I'm just imagining all the crossovers, especially on like PlayStation and oh, stuff like that. If I could have like. Astrobot in that game, I would buy that skin. In or like Crash, Crash, Spyro. Like Spyro. if you put Ratchet, give me a Ratchet all the PlayStation skin? stars on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep them within like the the animal theme and everything, so that way they can be like adorable. But like, I'm, I'm down for some some crazy crossovers. Potentials there. I mean, I I hope it sticks around because like it does feel like a good um counterpart to Fall Guys, and yeah. I, I say this as someone who does love all guys. I still think it is a good game, but like it, sure. it came and went for me. Same, but yeah, these I don't know. The, the problem with these games, is like they, there's a there's a shelf life on them, and that's just part of the whole thing, right? Like people's attention spans are not what they were. Like I will drop out of a game on the drop of a dime, yeah. and I don't know why. It's just it's like well, well, I do know why. There's a thousand games out there, so it's like yeah, sorry, but if they continue to iterate and just, you know, I know it's hard making these maps and making the mini games, but like if they can figure out a way to maybe do like a user generated content thing, that'd be awesome. Let people do it. I mean, yeah. just like a playground workshop where you can just have people vote for the best maps and then make them official and publish them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah. And even like custom rule sets, custom weapons on yeah. it, kind of like do a smash stage kind of thing where it's like okay you guys 100%. can just have you know all frying pans or all all tasers on this mat like that'd dude, be cool i want that and like i want some disney crossovers because the potential for ratatouille oh my god i yes. would want ratatouille or like god i don't even know I Simba. Want, uh, olaf. Olaf. Mean olaf yeah but like i just want to see characters that are that we, you know from different properties now and 
creative freedom. Like I think those are two things that'll make this game stick around for at least two or three years. And like, yeah, you you are right. I mean, it it ultimately and mm-hmm. it it it's tough to to have that expectation because as far as I know, recreate games the developer haven't yep. made a, another game. This is their first nope. game, I've, so I've never heard of them until no until this game. So so yeah, I don't know if it's entirely fair to expect them to have like ongoing support right out of the gate but unfortunately a game like this that has the potential to you know capture and hold on to players attention you almost need to kind of like demand that and then also i hope that they have this uh support and means to hash out partnerships because i i I think the the ori crossover is awesome but i want to see some other ones from them i want to see if they can they can get some other characters in there because that's going to be like huge for them to maybe once a month or something be like, hey, here's, I don't know, Yoshi. Here's here's another video game oh, character that that's incredible, right? Like, oh, it's launching on Switch. Here's Yoshi or um, I don't know, Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong. I would just throw Star throw Fox, care. throw Star Fox on there. Yeah. yeah, like honestly, like there is potential there. And look what happened to Fall Guys. Like Fall Guys launched, and everyone wanted their skin in their game. Like we got yep. some great crossover. Master Chief was in there. Uh, Kratos, exactly. Kratos was in there. Or maybe I'm making that up. No, he was in there. He was, he was in there. okay. He yeah. was in there. I remember them. There's a bunch of skins that I was like, okay, well, if I yeah, you got Altair in there as well from yeah, Assassin's like, Creed. Like uh, I, there is potential. Like I, I yeah. really hope they succeed. Like so far, it seems like there's a lot of positivity going around this game. So like, I want more. I'm definitely going to throw into my weekly rotation at some point. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 so, yeah. Yeah, and I think we should we should try and get a like a group game going because that would be a lot of fun. Um, but the nice thing is is that <clears throat> it's big, it's successful right now, but it's not so successful that I feel like the community is kind of like turning on them quickly because no. that's that's something that you run the risk of of like you know a Fortnite or a Fall Fall Guys especially had this problem where it came out and a week later people are like, where are the new uh, modes? Where where's this? Where's that? Like people were hu- so hungry for yes. more content. Right now it seems like there's just enough people supporting this game that it's like okay they can chill. They have what I think I think there's like twelve modes, uh, yeah. a lot of maps, like a, a substantial amount of maps and everything. That it just seems like it's just enough content right now to sustain its community, which is great. That's the best case that you you want, but yeah. it is going to come down to like, okay, am I still playing Party Animals by the end of October? Who knows? There's never really going to have to be something to to come to that game that's going to pull me back in or keep yeah. me there. I I think because Fall Guys launched during COVID. Oh, people true. were just like it was 2021, I think. So people were like stuck at home. Yeah. So like you really had no choice to play games, right? I don't remember. Look, look. When PlayStation like launched like a bunch of free games because people were stuck at home and like yeah, yep. like things have changed since then. Like the world has, regardless of the situation, gone back to normal. So even with that in mind, like f- like Fall Guys had a lot of um pent up uh energy from people because they all they do is play games now it's like well everything's back to normal i can play this game at my leisure now i don't have to i'm not stuck at home and and that's good that's actually good so like like you said it does work for them in this case because there's not that that uh social aspect of it which to that degree i should say because like i said i i am looking online like i do read some posts i do read some forums just because i I feel like, I mean, it's the least I can do. If I'm interested in the game, I can just, you know, understand what people are saying about it. Because that is part of our job, right? Like, we have to know what, what the consensus is. Yeah. How the public feels towards the game. And, and yeah, so far, yeah. I, I haven't seen too much negativity, which I'm so happy about. Because, like, given especially on Twitter. Not X. Right, where, where they just, you know, <clears throat> thrive on negativity. Yeah, and surprisingly, there's not much of that for no. this game. I don't know if it's just because people have fallen off Twitter and they've moved to, like, Blue Threads or, uh, thre- or Blue Threads, Blue Sky or Threads. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so far, so good. I'm happy about it. Like, I really am going to invest my time in it. And, like, despite the busy month, I'm actually looking at the calendar for October. I see with 14 games I'm already interested in playing, but I'm going to put this one as priority just because like it's a good game to uh unwind with at night it's not a game where i have to you know open my mind and no 
you know, you know how it is. Strong narrative games are good, but when you're just trying to wind down after a long day, it's like nothing better than a quick party game. You can spend a half hour and then put it, put it away. And I think again, that's, that's to its full advantage where, you know, in between all these countless of hours having to pour over, you know, bigger games, there's something nice about just being able to pop into party animals, have 15 minutes or a half an hour, like you said, and just crunch out a couple, a couple games and then just put it down at the end of the night or something when you're unwinding. So yeah, yeah. Props to recreate games because it's not easy coming out with a brand new IP, a brand new game and it just running as well as it is and 100%. capturing an audience as, as much as it has. hundred percent. And even more so the fact there's no inter, like, like I said, it's polished, but mm-hmm. there's no connectivity issues. And like, no. so many games are, are, are launching like that. Like, um, payday three launched and they, they oh no one God. could play the game. <laughs> yeah, right. Like how, how is that possible? Like, I know you, you, this is your third entry maybe, but like, beta tests i know it, it's i know it's unpredictable and i work in it i worked it like i understand like you can course, never yeah. pre- like plan for these things but you can like you should know like here size it up like have have redundancies in place we're like hey okay we, we obviously have this issue launch this like call these people get these servers up and running as fast as you can like it's not just like hey okay well we didn't expect this to be as popular but it's great i really like I said, I really love Party Animals. I think they would be a perfect uh, Netflix game studio because oh, interesting. Human Fall Flat is on um, on Netflix games, and I have it on my iPad. And you said it's it's like this, so yeah, I'm gonna probably play it because it's it's readily available on my iPad. I can play it on on the go, basically. So like, this would be a perfect game for for like a tablet. I really sure. think so. Yeah, yeah. The controls are simple <clears throat> enough that yeah, you could play it uh, kind of on the go like that. Wow. And, and yeah, exactly. And surprisingly, people seem to forget Netflix is building their 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 stable of uh, studios. Like they already have uh, Night School. Yeah, they have You're some big more. studios. They 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 need more, and they have some pretty great stuff coming out. Like they released Oxen Free Two. That's true. Oxen Free Two is a great game. It's a great Halloween game, which which is the season now. So it's like yeah, these yeah. things are just like the there's just so much to, to remember these days. Cause there's, there's the, the wealth of uh, developers. Like there's just so many people developing oh, sure. games and yeah, it's just, it's great. But like, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying is Netflix, Netflix Canon. If you hear this and you know that uh, recreate studios is uh, independent studio, pick them up. They're pretty, pretty great so far. I'd say, yeah. Um, yeah, so I highly recommend people check out Party Animals. It's on PC and it's on Game Pass as well. So even if you just got a weekend, weekend free, yeah, it's a get free some game. friends together, yeah. Wait. Get a get a, a Game Pass subscription, boot it up with some friends. It's a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend people to go at least check it out, uh, play a couple rounds with some friends, or even just like by yourself and just part like party up with like randoms and everything. Uh, it's a it's a really fun game. So, uh, Bobby, let's yes, talk sir. about some, uh, some news. Uh, let's talk about some, some video game news before we, uh, wrap up the, this week's episode, uh, because there's one topic in particular that, uh, I, I feel shook like shook the internet yesterday, shook the internet. Um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, day before we, we started recording this just out of the blue, just, you know, innocuous 5 PM kind of, kind of breaking news uh sony interactive entertainment ceo jim ryan announced that he will be stepping down from his role four years after he took the reins as the head of playstation i mean the news comes uh just uh weeks weeks before marvel spider-man 2 um but yeah he uh news of this first uh broke by jason schreier from bloomberg but then uh playstation itself kind of made this formal yep. announcement a formal press release uh, i'll just read like a quick uh uh snippet here uh quote after 30 years i have made the decision to retire from sie in march 2020 or, yeah 2024 uh i've relished the opportunity to have a job i love in a very special company working with great people and incredible partners but i found it increasingly difficult to reconcile living in europe and working in north america mm-hmm. 
And yeah, thus um, Jim Ryan is leaving after a thirty year after a thirty year tenure with uh, PlayStation. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Hiroki Toki. Is that is that how you pronounce his name? It is. Sorry, I'm looking it up as well because I I have the article. Yeah, I just uh, I'm I'm Hiroki Toki. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so he is the uh, right now he is Sony Group corporate corporation president, CEO, and CFO. He's going to be uh, assuming the role of chairman of SIE next year um, once Jim Ryan leaves, um, and then uh, he'll he'll be in the role uh, in the interim uh, while they look for a permanent replacement. Uh, yeah. So, Bobby, I I, I kind of want to know, like, when you saw this news, what was your knee jerk reaction to it all? Well, I mean, for myself, I'm like, well, it makes sense because one, like he, he mentions that in his statement, uh, he works on a different continent than he lives. Right. And that's kind of like working in one city and then having to drive a couple hours away every day. And I kind of, I, I know what that feels like. Some, you know, some, you know, I did that before. Yep. So this seems like a, like a, a something that he's thought about for a while and he took the job knowing that he, he was only going to do it for a certain amount of time because of his living situation and we have to remember that he joined 30 years ago he had senior roles uh with playstation launching like playstation one two three four in europe like his job was always in europe he always focused on that continent so regardless of what he's doing now for the last 25 years, he, he always focused on building PlayStation's presence in Europe. Right. When he took that job in 2019, I was like, okay, well, I, I've heard of his name, but um, not to the extent of someone like Sean Layton or, or, right. uh, or you know, Andrew, and I can't remember his name. Yeah, see, see exactly what it is. See, you're gone from the industry for like 10 years, and I forget your name. Uh, Andrew Basically, House? Was that it? Andrew, something like that, yeah. But Sean Lane was like my favorite. That's yes, of course. Favorite. Yeah, but, Andrew House uh, stepped down. Um, yeah, twenty seventeen. And exactly. So yeah, so Andrews. Yeah. So basically, what I'm yeah, basically what I'm saying is like I understand why why he made the decision. I mean, I personally feel impartial about it. I don't really mind that he's stepping down. I mean, really, and a front facing role, like a CEO. I mean, you really can only do so much before uh, you plateau. And that's just the way I've seen it through personal experience, like dealing with CEOs through my time. Um, I think this is a good, good, good thing for, for everybody. It's not just Jim Ryan stepping down, regardless of online, people are celebrating this. And I know that there's already been tons of Xbox fans celebrating this and like, you know, Agging on PlayStation fans, but like at the end of the day, it's a man retiring to go be with his family. Like that's cool. That's great. Oh hell yeah! Like he got the bag. <clears throat> he did what he needed to do. He, um, he he left Sony at the best they've ever been. Like I think so. Yeah. You know the number one selling console in the world. Um, they've got several games that have now transitioned to uh, massive multimedia giants like The Last of Us on TV. Yep. You've got Twisted Metal. Like you've got all these properties are now on multiple screens of people who've never played games before, and people can associate with that now a little bit more than ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, he launched uh, a couple you know, things I want to. Yeah, a couple of things I want to bring up because I, I found a list uh, of essentially what he's done. Because obviously we can go over like all the the many games that have been in and out of production since his his time in the role. But going over specifically. Things that PlayStation as a, as a as a company has done since uh, he took over. One, um, uh, he came in at the tail end of the uh, the Insomniac Games acquisition uh, in 2020. Uh, he helped form mm -hmm. a PlayStation Studios, uh, which I've got, just talked about with play, uh, Last of Us Part Two, Twisted Metal, um, and, and you know moving forward, God of War, Horizon. Um, he helped buy a minority stake in Epic Games for $250 million in 2020. Um, helped uh, announce the uh, acquisition of a minority stake in Discord, acquisition of Housemark, acquisition of Nexus, acquisition of Fire Sprite, acquisition of Bluepoint, uh, acquisition of a minor stake in Devolver Digital, acquisition of Valkyrie Entertainment, 
<laughs> acquisition of Bungie yep. and uh, mm-hmm. acquisition of Haven Studios, led by Jane Raidman, right here in Canada. Um, yeah, he's done yeah. a lot in in thirty years, but specifically in the last four years as CEO, he's done a hell of a right. lot for for the brand and despite what people think of him or whatever, and I don't agree with some of the things he's done. Um, I feel like he's done it because he cares about the company. Sure. And the brand. And that's kind of what his job is. And that's what it should be. Yeah. I so, think, yeah, I, I, I think for me at least, um, I, I agree wholeheartedly with everything you said. I, I mean, objectively speaking, he did some very good things with PlayStation. Um, I just think he was a very boring head. Yeah. A, a very boring face of the company. I mean, he showed up what once, maybe twice in sta- uh, PlayStation showcases, and every single time he had like no charisma on there. He was very mm. much a buttoned up businessman, which I think maybe after Sean Layden, that's kind of the direction that PlayStation wanted that's to take. And 100% by all means, mean. I mean, that those are moves that get PlayStation where it is today, right? It's not, um, it's not about just having, um, fun it, it, it is about running the business and maybe maybe well, it's not fun both. for us you to, to watch yeah, absolutely you always do both right and uh it's you're in the market of making business sorry you're in the market of playing video games like you make video games like your business is video games so being a stick in the mud when your job is to literally bring joy to millions of people around the planet you should be able to you know be fast and loose with what you're doing and sean layton was like the poster boy for that for for playstation and yeah and to my point yesterday the first thing i said when when the announcement was made was bring back kevin butler oh my god yeah kevin butler was the best marketing playstation has ever done in terms of video games it's probably the best marketing that any company has ever done it 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 was what reignited my love for playstation as as a as a fan because like those like two or three years where his his, those those commercials were on tv were amazing that like that was such a great time to be a a person who loves video games because there was just a lot of community around like it those commercials brought people together i don't care whether you're an xbox player or at the time or you're like a wii player you saw those commercials, you're like, those are hilarious. Like, they're good. Like, they're so they're good, funny. Yeah. I still, yeah. to this day, remember that Uncharted controller where, like, where he's like, my girlfriend thinks it's a movie. That I is one of the best control commercials of, of all time, I think. And, like, they need to get back to that, that, that version of PlayStation. And to my point, if you look at your PlayStation 5, and I know I've said this to you before, the logo's black now. It's just... The color's gone. We need to bring the right. color back to Sony. Yeah, that yeah. is what that is. The, those are those are the best years of of the company. And I'm not talking about sales, like creatively, creativity. I can't talk creatively. It's it's eight o'clock on a creatively. Creatively, those are the best years. Like we got the best games. We got Uncharted. We got Killzone. We got we got Metal Gear Solid Four. We got some great mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Yeah, Bring no, it back. absolutely. I, I, I think that there's, again, I, th- I think there's a balance there. I think you can both have a face like, I don't know, a Phil Spencer, a Reggie Fiesame, like someone like that, that is engaging and you want to see them up on, up on, uh, not, not a stage necessarily, but in front of the camera, you, you think they're charismatic and everything, but also yeah. someone that can run the company like a business, um, like a businessman. But to your point, I mean, it may, it may be like elegant and might look good on like marketing materials, but yeah, like the PlayStation logo is just black and yeah. it's just kind of <clears throat> not stale. I think it looks very nice and everything, but it is, you can tell like this is a, uh, a marketing it's, it's textbook of like, this is how we make something like elegant, modern, but there's no, there's no flair to it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like where's the, the, the colors, like the blue, the green, the red, the, the pink, like those are what I want. Like that's what I remember growing up. That's what I have experienced for 20 years of my life playing PlayStation games. And I want 
the startups, the startup menus of like the PlayStation Two and the PlayStation Three, because the PlayStation Three is still my favorite startup. Yep. That symphony music, no console's ever done that. Now, when you turn your your console, what do you get? You get a beep, and then you get a black screen with the white logo on it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, this is so you boring. You get the do 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 do. Yeah, but like, it's not the same. Like the the symph the symphony startup was probably the greatest thing they've ever done. PlayStation Two. Good. PlayStation One, all of them had something until this one. This last generation just it felt phony. I mean, I will me. say I, I I like the PlayStation Fives way more than the PlayStation Four. Really? Hmm. Yeah, that's just personal preference. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, well, no, I, see your, I see your point. It's just yeah, I feel like they lost themselves with all the success, and now is like the perfect perfect opportunity for playstation to find someone who can make PlayStation shine and um return itself to being a little bit more jovial because it, it's not it's very we like i said it's very business oriented because jim ryan was super business oriented and that's what he always excelled at mm-hmm. we saw that in the way he ran the company everything was by the book and you know on paper and it was it was like a typical company that when it shouldn't be like playstation is a company that brings joy to millions of people so so reflect that in the way you work and yeah. i'm just and that's and this is like we said this is like this is speculation i mean every uh playstation studio very well could be running like that but their outward persona is is not what it was and that's what i want them to fix because then you'll have people like being like well oh yeah they're kind of like how they were so i'm sure they're they're enjoying making games like they used to yeah no i'm i'm with you there i'm 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 looking forward to whatever comes next um i mean i i don't think that there's much point in speculating who will take his place because for all we know they'll hire someone externally what i am curious to uh not necessarily speculate upon, but just kind of right. uh, think about is Jim Ryan left the company in a very good position, like they're good position, but a unique position where not, they're they're firing on all the cylinders as far as their first party, their second party. They have great third party relations, especially with Square Enix and stuff. Yeah. But I'm genuinely curious to know the next person that steps into this role, what they're going to think about PSVR two. If there's any kind of hope of rejuvenating love and attention for this, yep. what their uh, aspirations are for the P- the PC side yep. of things, because right now Jim was very readily supporting PC, but in a very almost like a minor sense where it was there. But I, I feel like there's a lot more they could be doing there. And then three is like, right. what's this new... Um, lead going to be uh thinking about with games as a service i mean they have haven they have bungie there they have um uh was a fire sprite was that the other yeah, company sprite, yeah yep. yeah so those are three things that kind of mm-hmm. just got introduced by the the jim ryan era but haven't been fully fleshed out to the point where they are significant pillars in playstation's kind of uh business right now so they could go either way they could you know double down and invest even more or they could pull back and kind of you know not fall by the wayside because I, I i think especially the games as a service that's almost a shoe-in but i i wonder what we'll kind of see from a from a new yeah. lead i mean they have the potential to support psvr and i mean i know jim ryan's still uh in, in the front runner seat, but like today they announced like five pretty cool yep. looking games coming to PSVR. I, I I think the support is there. I just don't feel I, I don't think they front loaded enough for launch. It's been almost a year, so we're what three? We're we're like eight months into the lifespan of the console, and like it it is not as. Uh, well received as the psvr because that game that's that 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 console had some pretty good uh launch titles and even to this day i, I still think it's it had a stronger launch than psvr 2 and that's saying something right because there, there were some strong titles that came out in february for the system yeah but there's been like a drought and i haven't booted my my system up in uh two months now it looks like so it's what so yeah 
middle of July was basically the last time I played it when Beat Saber came out. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But, I'll occasionally yeah. go back to Beat Saber, mm. but there has not been a new game, like a new build for PSVR 2 game that I'm like, oh, I have to play this. Beat Saber, what the, I, I really like, I, I know that PlayStation's like a walled garden. They need to have like fan made content like it does on PC where you can just like make yeah. your own content. And or I understand like a social part. aspect in there. <laughs> yeah. like, stuff that we can do without reliance on PlayStation's involvement, sadly, because it, it just feels like, yeah their uh their ability to to gain new games for it just uh just isn't doing it and i mean even today yeah we're talking about like that that kind of uh social uh flood of like five new games and everything i they didn't really it's do not much enough. for me i mean some of them look cool like the foglands look cool sure um i actually got luke to cover the event because of the, i think it, i would consider an event i know that there was just launching games every 15 minutes in the ps yeah. blog but among us vr coming to psvr 2 that's, that's gonna fair. be cool that's i'm gonna cool. play that yeah um the journey to foundation which is based on um what's it called the the found the book the, the, the foundation by isaac asimov like it's a yes it's like a, i guess like a adapt, adaptation and then heroes mm-hmm. are forever like all the games do look good tiger blade they all look interesting they're obviously going to be um not what's the word they're, i don't think they're going to be system sellers but i think they're enough to entice me back because like mm-hmm. I, I mean I, i'm looking for reason to bring back my psvr to the rotation yeah me too i just i want more and and god forbid it fails i think the next best thing they could ever 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 do is go back to being handheld like give us a vita successor because if if you've now made two vr headsets and they haven't worked your best bet is uh, a handheld and yeah, i know they have the, the portal but um that's not a handheld that's just uh, a remote console so yeah i mean i hope it succeeds if not then i hope the next successor sees that the vr is not the technology that that we all expected it to be or it's not where it needs to be yet so put your money in a handheld where you know in a market now that the switch is available and the steam deck are available playstation has the properties that they most likely can fund and put on a handle because i i would bring i mean personally myself if i if i go on a trip i'm bringing my switch i'm bringing my steam deck and yep. a tablet i would bring all th- i would bring those and another handheld if i could and i know that's overkill because i'm on vacation but <laughs> That's just how I am. I like to be prepared for anything because, like, you never know what you're in the mood for. So it's yeah. like, and they're and they're portable. So like the Vita, like, give me a Vita too. That's all I want. That's what I'm aiming for. So I pray VR doesn't fail, but if it does, I want a Vita too. So whoever takes over for Jim Ryan, please. That should be in the the interview process of like, hey, Vita two, green light? Question. Yeah. And yeah. if they say yes, hire them. Hire them right away. Give them all yeah. the resources they need to kind of oversee that project. Yeah, like what are your plans for PlayStation? Like, what would you do if you're in this position? And my first order of business would be bring back PlayStation Home, mm-hmm. buy Square Enix, and then um, green light more God of War games. That's basically what my plan. Yeah, would then be. you oh, recoup all oh, your money oh, and a new God and a new Last of Us because. That's all I did. Yeah, that was Jim Ryan's last thing. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to leave you guys with this goose egg of an idea. It's going to print yeah. you guys money. Last yeah. of Us Part Three. Yeah, I'm out. Yep, yeah. yeah. peace. Just make sure yeah. it's done by the time I leave. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. six months. But yeah, I don't know. All said, I don't know. Like I, 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 I love PlayStation as a brand. Like I, it is yeah. something I've, I've you know had in my house for 25 years. So it's like I, I'm not a fanboy but like i do like to see them succeed and um similar to xbox like they hit a snag for a couple years xbox and now they're finally uh course corrected they, they're having a great year like forces are coming out in a couple weeks um game pass is incredible i love game mm-hmm. pass they got starfield out like they they're, they finally have a moment to you know like basically yeah they need a Phil Spencer at this point, not just a Jim Ryan. Someone who, yeah. who cares and can be on camera. That's what I'm, I think I'm trying to say is they need to have that 
all-encompassing CEO who can do everything. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see uh, who steps up to the mantle um, next year. If if I'm going to pick anybody, and I said this to you in chat, Ted Price. Sure. I know Herman Hulse is your front runner. Yeah. I, I like Herman. Has been I, I think he's while, smart. Right? He knows the the development side, obviously, with, mm-hmm. with Gorilla. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him. But honestly... I'm not a businessman. I don't know how to run PlayStation, so I I wouldn't be uh I wouldn't be I would out take there suggesting. I think yeah. I would do it, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offer me, like I said, guys. If you're hearing this, PlayStation Canada, just give me one meeting. One. Meeting. That's all you need. I just need one meeting. It's one meeting. All right, meeting. Bobby. As we uh, wrap up the show, uh, what do you have going on? Where can people find you online? You can look me up on. God, there's so many social channels. Just look up my name, Bpashalidis, and you'll find me everywhere. I am so overwhelmed with social media. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people handle eight different accounts and feel like they understand what's going on. But yeah, look up Bpashalidis. Look at console creatures. We're everywhere. We're, we're anywhere. We have so much stuff happening. We have Court and Matt who have joined us recently. So mm-hmm. you can... Um, Personally, I like to make fun of Court, so you can celebrate him, but I'm going to make fun of him. Matt is doing pretty well, and yeah, follow them. we got so much stuff happening. Uh, we Absolutely. got so many reviews happening. We've got some interviews. Yes. Check us out. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and we'll have interviews or reviews and interviews on the website, but uh, especially we're going to have more content here. Uh, definitely more reviews on on upcoming games, games that you guys are probably all looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. So definitely um, be sure to, to subscribe to the feeds, uh, like all the, the content because it really goes a long way for the algorithm but it uh yeah it really helps support us uh as for me you can find me across the internet at asvigbari and yeah we'll be back with more content uh more laughs and um yeah we'll be back next week so be sure to tune in and we will see you bye